Then where are the best? Well, not in politics, that's for sure. Times have changed, Germanus. Once politics was the only way our young men could climb out of the slums. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. I mean, if I don't know what you're up to, and if I, if I don't holler and scream when I think you're doing it wrong, and if I just mind my own business and don't vote or care, then I just get what I deserve. In the name of democracy, let us all unite! I'm Dennis Lambert, and I'm running for president. Healthcare is a human right that should not be commoditized. If one has the resources to preserve life, they would spend every cent that they have to continue life, which means life is more valuable than money in a very moral sense. It's undeniable. The good Samaritan of the Bible helped to care for the battered Hebrew on the side of the road, not because he was more religious than the other men. He wasn't Jewish or Christian but because he saw the value in preserving life of someone despite the differences. Prior to Jesus telling that parable, every city, town, or nomadic group had one member who was responsible for the knowledge to take care of the health needs of the people to whom they belong. Some people called them a shaman, some called them a doctor, and some called them healers, and a lot of medicinal traditions have come down from mother to daughter. We have less than 600 years of schools that currently exist, dedicated to medicine, and less than 200 years of scientific method and professional development that has allowed us to use our building knowledge of the human body to keep our bodies alive and to make them healthier. Health insurance is less than 110 years old, and for-profit medicine is less than 60 years old. The same hockey stick projections for global warming appear in the projections of the United States' current for-profit healthcare system. Recent studies have shown that people are paying through private insurance more than two and a half times the amount for medical care as those on Medicaid or Medicare with similar results. The trend over the last 20 years of consolidation of medical services and closure of rural health care facilities have caused a greater issue with availability of health care for the patient. The Democratic Party's only goal is to ensure access to health care. They're only ensuring people can buy insurance. President Trump has failed his campaign promise to make health care cheaper and cover everyone. Health care costs increase, and the only idea the Trump administration is pushing is possibly allowing people to go into Mexico or Canada to buy prescription drugs instead of negotiating directly with the drug companies for lower prices or limiting the copyright coverage for FDA-approved drugs. As President of the United States, I would call on Congress to immediately expand Medicare to make every citizen eligible for basic health care coverage that includes vision, dental, and mental health. With health care as a human right, we should rebuild the medical services back into rural areas that have disappeared over the last 30 or so years, where increased profits are the goals for the medical profession. We can also employ more people in the medical fields to provide care to patients, making our country more healthy overall. Those who oppose a universal health care system in America use the argument How are we going to pay for it? First, I respond that most studies that show that basic health coverage for all citizens can be accomplished by the federal and state funding that exists under Medicare and Medicaid. The two studies I'm most familiar with are the Oregon Single Payer Report and the Single Payer Action Network of Ohio. Combine this with health care spending from the Veterans Health Administration, and even every veteran can get basic care that includes checkups and regular care. 
I'm going to throw some numbers at you, and you can actually look this up and prove that I'm right. United Health in July 2016 reported quarterly revenues of $46.5 billion. Aetna, Anthem, Cigna, Humana, and UHG, the other top healthcare providers, made $4.5 billion in profit in the first quarter of 2017. That means the total revenue from health insurance companies was $839.8 billion for the healthcare industry. The total cost of Medicare during that same period, $702 billion. Because everyone will be covered with no deductibles or copays that make going under the current system almost impossible for many people barely able to afford insurance, we can eliminate the for-profit bureaucrats from the health insurance industry. Not only that, but the individual costs for the person seeking health care will go down with no copays or deductibles. This creates a second layer of cost savings for a universal health care system. If people are willing to believe that they could do better by paying more every year for less coverage, the current model of the insurance industry is following, I accept that a free market can continue to fleece those who want to keep their private insurance. However, should the 120,000 healthcare insurance jobs disappear, the increased coverage of 30 million more Americans in a national healthcare program could actually employ more than 250,000 people in various jobs across all medical providers. When there are no for-profit insurance middlemen deciding which doctors or procedures you're eligible for, you can get the treatment you need based on your medical needs, not the next quarter's profit. Those are the true death panels, the boards of the various health insurance companies who squeeze profit from the sick and dying. Should any additional costs arise from the complete coverage of all citizens under a universal health care program, a small tax, which would be substantially less than the cost for health care in the current system, on businesses would not only benefit the people who will get the health care, but allow businesses to avoid the unpredictability of the for-profit healthcare system that exists today, where today's payment is just a portion of the payment for next year's coverage. According to the many models I've seen, and I will quote Span Ohio research, here only about 7% of the cost of employment wages would be need to be taxed to sustain a universal healthcare system. The next layer of cost savings will start when a uniform cost of services is created, while a healthcare provider isn't charging $20 for a single aspirin and $2,500 for stitches. This world exists where an ambulance ride doesn't cost $5,000 and a hospital overnight stay is no more than a hotel stay. There will no longer be separate price schedules for insured and uninsured people. A democracy of medicine that will use our taxes to support our citizens so your neighbor won't have to worry about filing for bankruptcy when something unavoidable happens. Nothing more pressing on my platform exists that more expresses the intent of the preamble of the Constitution that states, promote the general welfare, secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and to our posterity, than the establishment of a health care as a human right and the eligibility for all citizens to have basic medical care. For more information about the Dennis Lambert for President 2020 campaign and plans for the expansion of coverage, for every American is available on the website at www.dlpotus2020.com slash healthcare. Remember, we're a people-powered campaign and we rely on donations from people like you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm Dennis Lambert, and I'm running for president. No spoilers.